Hi everybody, this is Bo Sanchez here in Success Live and I am again with my mentor, your friend Rex Mendoza. Hi Rex. Good to see you again guys. Guys, we're, we're going to talk about something very, very important. We're going to talk about the future and actually not just the future, but the impact of what's coming with what's happening today. If you're an entrepreneur or if you have a job right now, how will that be affected by the technology and uh, the advances that are coming or that are already actually here? So Rex is going to talk about the mega trends that's 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 coming or that's already here. It is phenomenal. You know, some jobs will disappear. Some businesses will collapse, will disappear from the face of the earth. It will, will that, if you know, to prevent your business from collapsing, to prevent your job from disappearing. Uh, not, not, well, you can't prevent your job from disappearing, but for you to be able to adjust so that you will always have a job, you will always have a business. We're going to talk about that. So I'm, I'm going to give the microphone right now to Rex. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Bo. We were talking about megatrends and, you know, it was our privilege to talk to some guy who made a presentation on the megatrends. And this guy came from BlackRock, actually. Big asset management firm, $8 trillion. $8 trillion in assets. So they're looking at the world and seeing great, great moves and, and, and as I've said, megatrends. And... I guess all of us are going to be exposed to this one time or another, if not some of us are already exposed to them. The first one is the shifting economic power and relevance of regions in the world. You know, in the past, we always looked up to the industrial economies, industrialized economies, advanced economies, as we call them, G7. Today, the power of those economies have actually been diminished. Yeah. People are now looking at emerging markets, you know, growing at about six to nine percent. Wow. While G7 countries are growing at two, three. Yeah. Sometimes they even contract, yeah. right? So again, the trend and its implication, new competition. These companies are not doing very well in their own economies. They're gonna be looking for growth areas like the Philippines, where one of a very few, you know sweet spots in this place of the globe. I mean, Asia. And Asia is the huge sweet spot. So if they come here, are we ready to compete with these global players? Are we looking at our products, our services, our platforms to be able to compete? However, it's not just a negative. There is a positive to this. They come in, what if they take a piece of your business? Like we all know, our friend, brother Edward Lee got 15% investment from Taiwan. And that's in the billions, right? Yep. Why? They don't have to invent or reinvent what Brother Edward has done with Call Financials. Yep. They're here, they focus on good players, and they buy into good players to take a participation in this market. So that's just one trend, Brother Bo, but that's a lot of impact. What, can, what On your end, you know, TRC, uh, you know, even... Probably the feasts, you know. How, how will that be impacted by all of these shifts? 
<laughs> but I'm, I'm so excited when, when Rex was talking about it. I was saying, wow, you know, thank God we're in the Philippines. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if, if, you know, because the, it, the shift is going here from industrialized countries, the U.S., Europe, it's now moving here and you're a Filipino, I'm a Filipino. Wow. What a blessing to be in the sweet spot. And, uh, uh, from the spiritual perspective, uh, Rex was talking about the feast. I think we're, we're in the position to uh, export <laughs> the, the feast to other countries. We have done that, right? Yes, absolutely. So there, um, I mean, just number one, huh? we're just in number one, the, the joy, the blessing of being where the action is. <laughs> Maybe I'd rattle off two to five. And then let's discuss implications. The second one would be climate change. You know, concerns about the environment and finite resources. Yeah. Issues about water. You know? Yeah. Certain things that, that we all need food. Yeah. Right? I mean, there is a limitation. And as we see global shifts in temperature. Yeah we might not be as productive as we have been before. Some countries are not going to be as agriculturally productive as they were before. So what do we do with that? And then we always go to, you know, issues like changing population. That's the third one. Changing population and demographics is going to impact the globe. I mean, not that we're just facing a growing population. It's an aging population. As mentioned, 7% although population is about 65 years old and above. What if in the next 10 years, and it will be the fact in the next 10 years, 15% of the population will be 65 years old and above. Wow. Are you ready with your businesses to serve this particular market? Are we developing condo units, houses that will treat you know, the elderly as much as we are marketing to young people, the millennials? Are we having geriatric, you know, sections in hospitals to take care of them moving forward? Um, the fourth one is the fun part. It's the rapid technological change and its impact on everything we do. As I mentioned to a lot of people earlier, how are you so sure if your kids are really studying? How are you so sure that your employees are really working? Everybody's on Facebook and they're saying that they're doing their assignment and they're doing, you know, a marketing presentation in Facebook, right? <laughs> so there is a thin line that now separates, you know, the fun part of social interaction yeah. and real work. Yeah. How do you deal with that? And lastly, it's the rapid urbanization yeah. of the world. Yeah. People are going to be moving in cities in big droves. And I, I said this just to clarify, a lot of people think that it's more environmentally friendly to live in the provinces and move away from the cities. It's not. Concentration of people in cities would be the more logical thing to do. You don't need to move water, electricity to farther areas. You don't need to use a car. You lower carbon emissions. Yeah. You lower the need for, for fuel and energy. Yeah. So people will move into what we call the megacities. And megacities can be countries. Singapore is a megacity. Yeah. In a place like Hong Kong is a megacity. Yeah. In fact, Metro Manila, I'm not talking about Manila, Quezon City, Makati, no. The whole of Metro Manila is actually a megacity. Wow. So how many people, it's 
10 million today, right? Yeah. How much will it be in the next five years? Oh. As we, con- I mean, all of these condo units are, yep. you know, yep. being put up. See, in a few more years, when this, once this whole thing, you know, yep. happens, yep. turnovers, shifts of the population yep. going into the metropolis, how does that impact your business? Oh, wow. How do you connect with your customers and offer them the services and the products that you have? So these are the five, and we'll probably be able to swing back and forth as to implications and maybe um, concerns regarding businesses and, and even, you know, the way we manage our families. That's right. Wonderful. You know, in terms of uh, number, f- is technology number four or number five? Number four. Number four, the coming technology. You know, I'm, I, have, I have two drivers at home, you know, for, for my wife, for my son, for myself, you know, they kind of like share. And then I'm realizing, wait a minute, in 10 years, maybe even less, the automated cars will take over the world. And uh, they're saying, they're predicting that people will not be owning their own cars anymore, but we, they will be riding Ubers and other, other vehicles like them, and they'll be automated, meaning to say auto driving. So you won't have problems for parking anymore. You won't, you, you know, they, they say that it will solve traffic because they're lesser cars. You know, instead of having 100 people owning 100 cars, those 100 people will be sharing 10 Ubers. You know, there will be a lessening of this, less, you know, and, and, so I look at my two drivers and I'm saying, oh, I need to help them retool themselves because in 10 years, there might be no need for drivers as much as the need today. Uh, so think about the coming technologies and how that will affect. So that, that came to my mind, Rex. That's a, that's a very, very important aspect of it. You can just imagine the big pillar of the Philippine economy right now would be the BPOs. Oh, yeah. I will say this. I mean, the BPO, especially voice, especially the simple service operations. This will fall into the wayside when AI or artificial intelligence comes in. I mean, artificial intelligence would make the computers talk, talk in a nicer voice and interact with people where they don't get emotionally charged (laughs) when somebody like hammers them, right? People have the tendency to react, but yeah. computers won't be like yeah. this. So, again, uh, that's going to be a big, big, you know, challenge to to our uh, to our uh, industries and how we're going to be able to make shifts in higher value services, probably in the area of uh, accounting, architecture. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these are the areas where computers cannot just easily replace you. Right. So, it's a challenge for brother both drivers and for others. You out there who are in situations where, you know, computers can actually, you know, stand up for you. Yeah. Right? So you have to have that higher value job and have to train and retool yourself to be equipped to handle it. You know, when you have Siri right now and and we're, we're amazed at Siri, that the power of Siri, multiply that by a thousand times. And it's like, you're going to be talking to a human being. You thought it was a human being, but it's just a computer. That's what Rex is saying. So call center agents, 
you know, you can't just say, okay, this job, you know, I'm, I'm okay with this. You have to retool, you have to learn, you have to develop. The constant, constant urge and need to, to say, I'm going to improve myself. I, I need to learn this skill, that skill. Please, please do that because 10 years down the road, you don't know what's going to happen, the, the kind of technology that will. But, but Rex is right. Uh, there are just some things that the computer cannot do. Uh, the creativity, uh, the, you know, the human creativity does not follow law. It's, it's, it's an art and, and computers cannot, cannot compete with that. So, you know, being creative and, and having, there are just some things uh, that people can do better than machines. Of course, it's always a question of value. It's always a question of value. Like for example, if, if, if you're a salesperson and I can get the same product online, yeah. Why will I have to go through you? Yeah. You have to have that value. If I find value with you, yeah. even if it's available online, I'll probably go through you yeah. because you have value. You're, you're like holding my hand in the entire sales process, yeah. making me understand the product, stuff like that. So I will always be in partnership or in an alliance with people who have value. Yeah. But if you don't have value, I'd rather you know, go directly to, to the online, you know, options because I get myself, you know, away from the trouble in dealing with maybe the inefficiency, maybe the, the lack of knowledge of certain salespeople. Yeah. So we have to look at that. We have to know how to be able to, you know, expand our value. Can you just imagine the internet of things? Let me go and shift yeah. towards that, yeah. right? I mean, even... The, the, the mothers or, or the yayas or the, you know, kasambahays of the future will always have to up their game, yeah. right? Yeah. Because today in places like Korea yeah. or Singapore, yeah. Japan, it's the refrigerator that orders eggs from the supermarket. Right. There's an economic order quantity when, when like eggs drop to about four pieces, automatically there's an order from the refrigerator directly to the link in the supermarket, and the supermarket delivers beef, chicken, wow. you know, as needed, depending on an economic order quantity that's set within the fridge. Yeah. You can just imagine that. I mean, now, we accord ourselves the luxury of saving time and effort. Yeah. What do you do with that extra time? I mean, <laughs> you have to know what happens. It can be rest, or it can be some other value job that gives you the edge over other people within your industry. Wow. Amazing. The, you know, we're, they're also talking about uh, virtual reality, VR, and how that will change a lot of things in terms of like, you know, instead of going to a certain place for a meeting more and more, I mean, we do this now, we do this with, with the internet, you know, I can have a, a meeting online with five people and I see their faces in little boxes in, on my screen. But what if with virtual reality, with contact lenses, special contact lenses I put in my eye, all of a sudden it's as though the five people are really there in front of me and I can hear, I, I can sense it's, it's like I'm there, you know, 101% that, that what's, what's going to happen in terms of transportation, in terms of travel, you know, I, I, I put on, 
I, I put on those contact lenses and then I command my, my computer, I command Alexa or, or Siri or whoever and say, bring me to Paris. I want to be in the top of Eiffel Tower and boom, I'm there, you know, with my whole 101 senses just saying, wow, that's, I'm, I'm there, you know, <laughs> but, I, but I'm still in my living room. So how will that affect your business? Uh, um, Rex mentioned this a while ago in his talk. He was saying about the, the, you know, try to always be there on the, for example, online payments. Some, some, some businesses don't even want to entertain that. Oh, we're, we're, we're a simple business or we're old, fa old fashioned. But no, I mean, the world is going there. So might as well go there and, and make it happen because we don't want to be overwhelmed by the coming technology. You always want to say, okay, how will my business fit? How will my, so that you, because when you do that, you might stumble upon a new service, a new product that you'll be able to serve your customers. And a need that you can serve. For example, there are places in China right now that you can get by without holding money, right? You have your cell phone. It is a wallet, a virtual wallet. You go to the, you know, we're not talking about supermarkets here. We go to the wet market. Wow. And you buy an eggplant from, from a vendor yeah. who's just on the street. But you go and get a QR code wow. or maybe match up with a cell phone and click. Wow. No change because your money goes to his wallet and you get your merchandise. Digital wallet. And this is, you know, a wet market. It's not even, you know, a supermarket that we know, like yeah, yeah. Save More or stuff like that. It is a street market, right? And in China, it's already happening that, you know, you're walking down the street and you feel a little tired. You get your phone through your QR code, get a bike oh. and return it maybe yeah. five, six blocks down the road wow. and just pay, what, a few cents Ooh. from your wallet, right? So what happens to your business when it's like that? Again, virtual reality. Some of you might be in real estate. Do you know that some real estate companies now sell by showing you showrooms without you leaving your room, right? There are now special contraptions that salespeople now show you using nothing else but their cell phones yep. on, a, on a screen, right? Yep. And you can walk up the three-bedroom unit without leaving your own house. So you don't have to move to like the commercial center just to, just to see how this will look and feel. You're doing that and you're actually going to make that purchase decision. A big ticket item from something that's a virtual experience. <laughs> There you have it, guys. There's so much to talk about. And um, I, I, want, I want Rex to kind of like to summarize and maybe give us the, the, a final message. But just, want, just wanted to ask this question, you know. So with all these changes happening, happening now, it's not, it's not like, you know, oh, it's going to come. No, it's happening now in other parts of the world. So that wet market example you can be sure that it's gonna it's gonna happen here. It's happening in China. It's gonna happen here. You're, I can't believe I, that's. A, I, I'm just thinking. You know, I'm I'm gonna bite the hook from this guy, and all I have to do is show my phone. My gosh, that's crazy. But anyway, so ask yourself that question: How can I retool myself, my skills? Uh, for for this coming age, so never that never never just like go uh, be content with where you are. 
always keep improving, always keep learning. Watch watching this webinar. I congratulate you. You know, if you're a truly rich club member, I congratulate you. That means you're, you're you really are hungering and thirsting for for more knowledge and how to adapt. And let me let me before I turn over the microphone uh, to Rex for his final message, just want to say this: that the 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 most powerful person in the room is the most flexible person. And uh, so are you flexible? Are you adaptive to the changes that's happening? All right, Rex? I guess I, I, I'd like to share what I shared with the other people where I talked about these megatrends. And I told them no matter what's happening, the fundamental basics and principles of value, leadership, and business altogether yeah. remain the same. That's right. You, I mean, we have to adapt. Yeah. We have to like, position ourselves yeah. to take advantage of the opportunities that come and maybe even negate the, the threats. Yeah. But we still have to deal with you know, uh, improving our brands, improving our operating platforms, our service, improving the way our people respond to these changes. I mean, this is a basic that everyone should be doing. You know, whether there are mega trends that impact your situation or not. So it's very important for us, you know, in, in, the, in the face of fintech, maybe artificial intelligence, as mentioned, even genomics, oh, yeah. and, you know, the internet of things. I mean, eventually it boils down to value. Eventually it boils down to trust and your relationship with your customer and your relationship with your stakeholder or your employee. Yeah. So... Everything else remained the same, but you will have to adapt it, huh? how these other things will impact you. But the principles are the same, right? Wow. So I, I probably enjoying everyone, you know, we're, we're doing this on a weekly basis, you know, just, just continue learning, just continue making sure that you get the value. Because as you learn, right, you will do, make changes. I myself probably got shocked hearing some of those, that in the future, you know, we can treat ourselves before the illnesses even come right. because of genomics and the mapping of DNA, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, a very famous actress got a mastectomy, Angelina Jolie, yeah. before she got breast cancer yeah. to lower the probability of being a breast yeah. cancer patient, yeah. right? So we can see that and it's all big data, it's all information, wow. but again, in the end, it's not the data, it's how you use the data. Woo. It's not simply an operation strategy, yeah. but it is going to be a strategic direction. A strategic direction where you put yourself at the forefront of all the changes to be ahead.